0: Hi, this is Colin McAllen. Thank you for listening. Please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you.
1: Welcome to Is This Legal? Here are your hosts,
2: attorneys Colin
1: McAllen and Russell Hevitz. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Is This Legal? My name is Russell Hebbets. I am here with my partner, Colin McAllen. Hello, everyone. So today we are going to be talking about the absolute absurdity... (laughs) of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. How about some of our listeners were wondering if we were going to get to this
0: ridiculousness. And to be honest with you, Russ and I kind of debated it. We're like, okay, is, th- is this whole thing just too ridiculous for our listeners?
1: And it turns out the answer is no, it is not. <laughs> the answer is no. Nothing's too ridiculous for you, our listeners. And this one is really, really ridiculous. So, I mean, just <laughs> let's, let's set the stage for anyone. I mean, this has been everywhere. So for anyone who is like... Like looking at anything sensationalized. I would I mean,
0: imagine there are plenty of people out there who are like, okay, yeah, I know this stupid trial's going on right now, but I don't know what's happening. So that's why they're tuning into us, right? right. Probably. For
1: weeks I was like that. Yeah. I mean, I was like, here's another headline. Right. Yeah. I'm I would, gonna skip I would, it. It's exactly. everywhere. But then eventually <laughs> they wore me down, Colin. Right. I know. I just they wore <laughs> us down. <laughs> right. We we couldn't resist anymore. So we <laughs> dove into it and we so are So you don't have to. So so you don't have to. All right. So so Colin, give them the uh The uh, Cheap Seats overview of where we are right now. (laughs) Great. Well, we are about four weeks into a
0: six-week trial. Yes, I said that correctly. Six weeks. This case, this defamation civil case is taking longer than most first-degree murder trials take. Uh, But nevertheless, that's where we are. We're four weeks in. Uh, Here is what's going on. Johnny Depp, the actor... Is suing his ex wife, who is also an actress. Her name is Amanda, uh, pardon me, Amber Heard. He's suing her for $50 million based on a 2018 op ed that she wrote in the Washington Post. This is a libel suit this is in other words defamation um so he is claiming that things that she said in that op-ed are false
1: and and, and real quick if anyone wants like a primer on slander and libel we put out a podcast on this Take a gander. That's right. At this slander. Yeah, that's that's what it's called. <laughs> right.
0: But you should take a gander You're at this sure. slander. Um, so we covered defamation before, but this is a good one. Now, there's also a countersuit, right, Russ? What's uh, what is
1: what is Miss Heard suing uh, Mr. Depp for? So Miss Heard got sued for fifty million. Says, hey, all right, I want in on this action. I'm going to go ahead and countersue for 100 million and it's essentially based on statements his attorney Mr. Waldman I believe said basically calling it a hoax right right uh, calling she, the suit the Johnny Depp suit
0: yeah she said uh, I'll see your 50 million I'll raise you 100 million uh exactly referring and, and she's basically saying that she was defamed when Johnny Depp's lawyer called her claims fake and a sexual violence hoax. So basically we have two fingers pointing directly at each other from both of these people and, um, ridiculousness is now ensuing.
1: All right. So first of all, you know, how, how did poor Johnny get dragged into this when his lawyer is the one who said it? Right. I mean, like mm-hmm. why, why isn't Waldman a party to the suit? Uh, you know, that's a good question, <laughs> I Russ. Know, I know oh, why. Did, oh, yeah. Waldman doesn't have a hundred million dollars. <laughs> 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 she's she's basically saying it was a conspiracy, well, that well, it was well, coming
0: from Johnny Depp. Well, there's no way that money is any uh, way important to either of these parties, right, Russ? I mean, this is simply two people trying to correct their good name in the press. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure they have nothing but goodwill toward the other
1: party, right? I mean, I tell you, I am not even sure that money is the primary pur- purpose here. Like, I think that they each, especially Johnny Depp with filing this, I really believe that he just wants to burn burn it down yeah you might well you might be right and and we're gonna kind of talk
0: about you know we're we're gonna armchair quarterback this thing a little (laughs) bit later on in the podcast about our own personal feelings but let's get back to the law shall we um now I'll, i'll set this up a little bit more just about the history again this goes back to this 2018 um Op-ed that Amber Heard wrote. You can find this uh, online. It was it was published by the Washington Post. Several news outlets have links to it, um, and we'll get to it. But before this defamation case happened in in the United States, um, there there was other legal action that Do- Johnny Depp was a part of. He sued a British tabloid called the Sun, and this is this is a rag out of the UK that uh, you know follows celebrities, paparazzi, all that stuff. And back then the 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 uh, there was an article that the Sun put out where they were talking about Johnny Depp in the wake of the allegations that Amber Heard made against him as essentially being a, a, a you know a, they,
1: they called him a wife beater they, in the headline. They called him a wife beater That's exactly what they and called Johnny him. And Johnny Depp sued in England and said that's defamation. She's calling me a wife or the the paper is calling me a wife beater. I'm not a wife beater and I'm suing the son. And so that went to trial in England. Now different legal system, different rules of evidence. But in that trial, there was something like 14, and I'm, I may not be exactly right, but I think 14-ish... That's, that's right. That's right. 14... See, look at that. <laughs> Once in a while, I get it right. So 14 separate allegations of times when Johnny Heard, abused yeah, Amber. when right. Heard said that Depp abused her. And the judge in that case, after a trial, it went to trial, he found, I think, 11 of them were... Proven to the civil standard, right? Okay, right. so so that means no criminal charges, no criminal convictions. You know, here it's proof beyond reasonable doubt. I don't know what the standard is, is in England, but for civil, it's lower. And the judge said, "Yeah, there's enough here to say you beat her eleven times."
0: Right. Yeah. So to dumb this down, basically, by by suing this newspaper, the newspaper then kind of had the, the the burden to show, well, these allegations are actually true there there was abuse at the hands of Don, Johnny Depp to Amber Heard. And who better to uh, testify about those things than Amber Heard herself? She was a witness for the Sun. And she testified, uh, as you correctly stated a moment ago, about 14 separate instances of abuse. And the judge basically said, I find 12 of these to be credible. So uh, this is a judge, not a jury. But Johnny Depp lost this suit. Now, Russ, I've got a question for you. I mean, it sounds like we've got a ruling against Johnny Depp. How is he then able to come back and sue Amber Heard when he already lost a case that was similarly situated?
1: And that is because double jeopardy, which prevents people in America from being tried twice for the same crime or same issue, from being tried again. Um, This was in England. England doesn't have the U.S. Constitution. England doesn't have double jeopardy. England doesn't have any reciprocity in, you know, honoring rulings from out from the between the two jurisdictions Did
0: you hear that everybody that's legal analysis you can't get anywhere else and he's absolutely right um and there's also one more thing to it i mean remember johnny depp is suing heard personally he's right. not suing the sun he's not trying to go after he, the sun he, in state court he's going after amber heard personally
1: and, and he's not suing the washington post yeah which is interesting
0: right, right exactly right. but i think that that that's interesting because this was not an article by The Post. This right. was an op-ed Ooh. written by Amber Heard right. that was, you know, the, the, it was published the, by The right, Post. Right. The Post was essentially a vessel. Right. Um, so you know, that's a little bit about – So that's, that's the history behind that case. Now, Russ, let's talk about this case that's going on right now, and let's talk about defamation again. Let's review what we previously covered earlier, but let's talk about defamation specifically as it relates to – public
1: figures. So so we'll, we'll be real quick here. Truly, if you want a deep primer, go back to our other episode. But there's basically three things that need to be proven, right? That's right. Um, so Johnny Depp has to prove
0: that Amber Heard's statement, which we're going to talk about in just a second, he has to prove that that statement was false. That's the first thing he has to prove. The second thing he has to prove is that Amber Heard acted with actual malice in the publication of her statements, which means that she either knew the statement was false or was reckless as to its falsity, all right? And then finally, Johnny Depp has to prove that the publication of this statement caused financial harm to him. And by the way, uh, this goes the other way as well. Amber Heard has to meet these exact same standards to prevail against her defamation and her countersuit against right, Johnny Depp. Right.
1: So, that, that, that the lawyer said. Exactly. That <laughs> right. the lawyer said. Basically that it's a, it's a hoax. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So here's, here's what she said. She wrote an op-ed December 18th or 19th, 2018 in the Washington Post. And really, it's, it's interesting. In this whole op-ed... Johnny Depp is not mentioned by name. Not one time. Okay. Here is, here is what she said. And again, we're talking 2018. So that, that date is important. The two key lines that got her potentially in trouble are then two years ago, I became a public, public figure representing domestic abuse. And I felt the full force of our culture's wrath for women who speak out. That's one line. Another line is, I had the rare vantage point of seeing in real time how institutions protect men accused of abuse. Those two lines purportedly refer to Johnny Depp.
0: Right. I I think, you know, Russ and I were kind of talking about this as we were preparing uh, to talk to you all about this. I think... Uh, With that first statement, it's short enough, I'll I'll just repeat it. Then two years ago, I became a public figure representing domestic abuse. Right. Um, the, The line, then two years ago. That's even though she doesn't mention Johnny Depp by name, she connects a timeline where the only person she was with two years ago, or, or that she got divorced from two years ago, was Johnny Depp.
1: Yeah, and in 2016, everyone they were going through a divorce. Exactly. They were going through a public divorce, right. as all that, celebrities
0: do. That right. right. <laughs> <laughs> There's so, no such <laughs> thing as a private celebrity divorce, is there?
1: <laughs> no. Well, well, now you know what there is. There's now a celebrity uncoupling, Well, that, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin style. We're
0: we're going to uncouple ourselves like a couple of train like, cars. Like a train we're car. just Gonna, you know, drift apart. Roll our separate ways on the track. (laughs) They should have continued that metaphor. That's great. Um, But I I mean, look, I'm going to start with this. I mean, you know, you guys are listening to us for analysis. This is not that bad on behalf of Amber Heard. And and I, I can just about guarantee, in fact, there's been some testimony about this. It's not like she just. You know, wrote this op-ed, fired it off, and it was published. I guarantee you she had a team of lawyers uh, looking over this, advising her what to say, what not to say. And I will tell you, I, in my opinion, her, her her lawyers did a decent job. She didn't say what kind of abuse she suffered. She didn't say whether or not this was physical abuse or emotional abuse. She doesn't give anything regarding timeline uh, in well, terms of what happened, when two years ago, <laughs> well, she she said she became a public figure, but she doesn't talk about when the abuse happened. Right. Okay, so there's there's a lot she did not say in this, and there's no specificity in this.
1: Well, this wasn't the first draft. You know, this was this was written in conjunction with the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union. Um, they were involved in wanting her to come forward and be basically the face right. of uh, a domestic violence victim. Right, and they actually they drafted a partial op-ed where it actually did go into details about Johnny Depp being the perpetrator, and that was all that language was struck under the terms of their divorce because there was essentially like a gag order there was a
0: non-disclosure yes. agreement that both parties signed that, that indicated they were not allowed to discuss what happened during the marriage right and you know <laughs> so,
1: so much for that <laughs> yeah,
0: right and so let's go write an op-ed <laughs> in the Washington Post and publish it everywhere right um you know so but again, it's not like she ever comes out and says on June thirteenth, Johnny Depp grabbed me by the throat and choked me. It, it, it has no, no such specificity uh, in this uh, document. Um, so I actually think it was drafted very, very carefully. But Johnny Depp obviously uh, read the uh, read the op ed, and turns out he was not happy about yeah, that.
1: Yeah, he he knew who it was referring to. He was not happy about it. And and frankly, like to. To his credit, you know, the things that Colin said you have to prove for a defamation suit, the third thing is um, that damage.
0: Yeah, you have to prove that this actually cost you, it cost an injury to your reputation, which is leading you to miss out on some opportunities.
1: And that did happen with Johnny Depp. Well. He did miss out on opportunities. Let's talk right? about
0: that. What uh, What did he? What were some of the things that ended up happening um, in the wake of this?
1: Amid these allegations of domestic abuse, he had some very significant things happen in his career. He was first of all dropped from the third Harry Potter and the Fantastic Beasts movie. Right,
0: he was going to be the Grindelwald yep. <laughs> wizard,
1: a, He was a big character in big that big character. Yeah. And, and he was he was in the. Uh, He was in them. He was in the earlier ones. And so he actually had already started. They had filmed one scene when they dropped him. And interesting little side note here, there is oftentimes in Hollywood contracts, there's something called a morality clause, which essentially allows the um studio to drop someone if they've violated sure. the morals. Right. Right. There was no morality clause. So they still had to pay Johnny Depp out. Like 15 million bucks, right? For one scene. And the- <laughs> Yeah. I it, i don't know the number. Maybe it was 15 million. Uh, I, I know it was a lot a dough. That's all I remember. Certainly in the multi millions. Yeah. Um so so he was dropped from that. He was not asked to come back and participate in the latest version of Pirates of the Caribbean. Which is the you, you say know,
0: Caribbean, huh? I say Caribbean. Yeah,
1: I mean Caribbean blues. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it depends on who you listen to. It depends right? on
0: your mood of the day, right?
1: Right. right. I say them both. <laughs> don't 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 try to pigeonhole me. I
0: won't. I won't. I'm not gonna box you in, man. <laughs>
1: but but he's not gonna be in the uh, the next iteration of that series, right. which is maybe his most marquee series. You right. know, I mean, who who doesn't know Captain Jack Sparrow? Right.
0: And I th- and I think at this point, just given his long history of success in Hollywood, he's actually in a pretty good position where he can say, look, I would have made X amount right. on the low end, X amount on the high end for this particular movie. I mean, he's an A-list movie star. That's right. what he is. Right. I mean, he has that kind of command. Yeah. And there, um, were,
1: there were some other smaller ones like he was supposed to play uh, Harry Houdini in a series and he got cut from that. Right. So, so that's what his argument is, Colin, is that all of that was due to these allegations from Amber Heard. She is ruining my professional career to the tune of millions, to the tune of $50 million. Right. Right. That's, that's his argument. Her argument is going to be, this guy's a self-destructive drug and alcohol addict who was, you could see this coming a mile away and this had nothing to do with her. He was self-destructive and he was, he was heading to a bad end for years. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, because
0: basically... (laughs) In, in order to succeed here, um, and, and we'll talk about the possible outcomes because the fact that they're basically each suing each other could lead to some very interesting jury verdicts. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But the point is, is that they've basically accused each other of abuse, uh, you know, and they're, you know, they're, they're, they're in a position now where they have to supply evidence to the court, Johnny Depp has to provide evidence to the court to say, I'm not an abuser, but by the way, she is. She, of course, has to say, he is an abuser, and I am not. Okay, so you just got more finger-pointed, and that's what's going on in this ridiculous six-week trial, Russ, um, that we are currently uh, two thirds of the way through
1: apparently. And, and can we talk just for a moment about the fact that the two key witnesses, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are both very accomplished actors. <laughs> yes. I'd love to talk about like, that. Cause seriously, like there have been studies done where you're basically trying to figure out scientists have done studies peer-reviewed, blinded studies trying to figure out how good people are, average people are, at telling when someone is lying. And, spoiler, they are horrible. People cannot tell when someone is lying. Right. So now you have two actors whose job it is to convince people that to get them to emote with them and feel for them, like, how are you possibly going to take their testimony and do anything except say, I have no freaking idea.
0: And you've seen, you've seen, maybe you haven't seen the actual videos, but I'm sure many of you just in your Twitter or Facebook timeline, you've seen these screen grabs and you often see, you know, Amber Heard looking just incredibly sad and morose. And then you see Johnny Depp looking kind of like He's just very intense, very focused, very concerned. I mean, these are actors that get paid (laughs) to take on the persona of other people. I mean, like, Russ, how can anyone believe a dang word these people say?
1: Right. I mean, honestly... By the way, I like the use of dang there. You know, I'm mean, trying to keep it clean for the kiddos let, out there. Let's bring it back. Dang. I, we
0: know some of those moms are out there in their cars right now with their
1: with the kiddos listening. We're trying to keep it fairly clean. Fairly. Yeah. Fairly. We make no promises. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so so that's 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 kind of like the baseline here. Like how can you possibly? But so now what do you do? You go to evidence, right? Right. And the 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 ridiculous thing about this and why it has everyone just so engrossed in it is because both of these people for years have been surreptitiously recording each other. Right. Like for y- going back like six years, they have been <laughs> recording audio recording video both of them have been doing it. Right. Right. It's, it's nuts.
0: Right. I mean, Johnny Depp before the publication of this op-ed like went over to Amber Heard's. they met somewhere at a hotel or something like that. And he's got his recording device the whole time. And he ends up talking to her and capturing all these statements that, uh, you know, she makes about this and it's just ugly. It's, it's, (laughs) and, and, and it's stupid. Uh, but it is absurd. Um, but Russ, I guess we do have to talk about some of this evidence. I mean, a six-week trial, I would imagine that there have been some interesting things that we need to at least discuss going on in this trial.
1: Well, yeah, so let's, let's, let's set some groundwork for what they're trying to show, right? Because Johnny Depp goes first. He's the one who's the plaintiff. Right. He's the one who's suing. So how does he possibly show that she's lying about this, that he's not an abuser. I mean, he can't just show video of the past six years showing he's never abused. So what he does, what he has to do is essentially attack her credibility. Right. And he has to make her look so unbelievable that a jury could not believe anything she says and including what she said in this op-ed. That's right. Right? So that's that's his... that's That's his strategy. Right. Right. And so there have been a bunch of things like witnesses testifying about Amber Heard doing odd things. Yeah,
0: you, you've got a bunch of eyewitnesses, like you've got bodyguards for these people right. talking about how one person threw like a soda can at the other person. Or, right. um, you know, I know there's this severed finger inc- incident. That jo- so, so Johnny Depp has taken the stand, uh, w- which by the way, you don't have to do, but he did in this case. He testified for four days. Amber Heard has also taken the stand. At this point, uh, again, you've probably seen the screen grabs showing these people. Um, But really what they're what they're doing is they're in addition to themselves testifying, they're basically calling it it seems to me like anybody (laughs) who was around any sort of. Bad interaction that these two people had, and getting him on a stand to talk about
1: it. Yeah, anyone and everyone. So, like, You're right one one of Johnny Depp's like stronger pieces of evidence was a recording he made where he went to Amber Heard and they were talking, and he was pr- secretly recording and. She admits, he's he's saying, remember when you punched me? Because right. Johnny Depp is saying he was a victim of domestic abuse right. at, at her hands, that right. she abused him physically and emotionally and mentally, but right. physically. And so he goes there and he says, you know, you remember when you hit me? And she says, I didn't, I didn't, oh no, he says, remember when you punched me? And she says, I didn't punch you, I hit you. <laughs> and so, right. so it's not, doesn't look good for her, right? right. Because she is admitting to hitting her multiple times hitting him multiple times and this is exactly what he says happened throughout their relationship he was the victim here she would hit him she would withdraw she would run away and that is evidence that the jury can consider as it goes to her credibility in making these allegations in the op-ed. Right. But,
0: you know, look, I mean, again, both of these people are, in my my opinion, desperately trying to find any piece of evidence to discredit the other. Here's kind of a fun nugget, Russ. Let's talk more about the ACLU. Um, Back, I I think it was shortly before or around the time that Amber Heard wrote her op-ed in The Washington Post. She She had completed her divorce from Johnny Depp. They signed NDAs agreeing not to talk about what happened. She also said she was going to take her $7 million settlement and donate it to the ACLU. And I think there was another agency that she was going to donate to as well. Yeah, one other but, but she specifically said, I'm going to donate this. Johnny Depp and his legal team sought... The subpoenaed the ACLU and got them to testify that, no, in fact, she has not donated any of the settlement money, that she's only donated about three hundred fifty thousand dollars of her pledged seven million dollar pledge. And, you know, Amber is apparently trying to say, well, you know, my financial situation has changed, so I'm going to make this a gift over the course of 10 years. But the reason the reason that Depp is wanting this info uh, at the forefront of the jury is so that they start to have credibility issues with her. It, it goes to her credibility. Like, she can't right. be trusted. She, right. said, hey, she said she was going to give the ACLU $7 million, and she didn't. But that's, that's how dirty this is getting. Right, right. So let's actually take a break here for a minute. We're going to play Is This Legal with our podcast guest, and then we're going to come back and get into this trial a little bit more. We'll be right back.
1: Our guest today is John Roulier. John is a student at the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, majoring in civil engineering. But for the purposes of our podcast, his claim to fame is being the disparaged brother of Philip Roulier, our guest from episode seventy-one loyal listeners will remember that Phil, after successfully answering the, this is the, is this legal question threw his brother, John under the bus as the least likely member of the Rulier brothers to get the answer. Correct. Well, John, it is now time for redemption. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. No, uh, as soon as I heard the podcast, you know, I, I shot you a text. I shot you a text and I said, this isn't right. I, I will. sue <laughs> if I don't get my own. Cut. <laughs> will,
0: will you sue us or will you sue your brother? I guess that we need to figure that out first.
2: Uh, you know, why not both?
1: Why not? Like, let's throw whatever we can against the wall. Yeah, see that's, what the, sticks. That's, that's the shotgun yeah.
0: approach. We call it in, in the law. That works yep. sometimes.
1: You never know. All right. Well, so how this is going to work, John, you know, because you've listened to our podcasts, you are going to get a legal scenario. This is going to be thrown to you by Colin and you are going to have to say, is this legal? What is the answer to that question? Now, I mean, are you ready to redeem your good name that has been dragged through the mud by your brother? Yeah.
2: You know, I I watched a lot of true crime in preparation for this. Almost immediately after I heard the podcast, I actually started (laughs) binging true crime and everything I could to study up. So I think I'm ready.
0: Yes. All right. Uh, Well, then, uh, John, let's play. Is this legal? Here is your scenario. Our good friend Jebediah is drinking once again. He has a new girlfriend who is temporarily staying with him in his moonshine shack. And one night, after a few tankards of mead, he gets into an argument with her and he throws a cup at her and it hits her in the face. She calls Constable Cornelius, who gleefully takes down her statement about what happened and arrests Jebediah for assault. The case gets assigned to District Attorney Myrtle for prosecution. 2 weeks later, before the trial though, the girlfriend meets with DA Myrtle and says, "Quote, this assault never happened. I was mad at Jebediah because I thought he was dating the livery stable gal and I fabricated these allegations. I do not want to press charges against Jebediah." John, your question. Does District Attorney Myrtle have to dismiss the case against Jebediah based on
2: what this woman told her? Oh uh, you know, I I'm thinking that since she called the cops and he was arrested and they went through the whole process. I don't know if you can just go back on your word like that. I think uh I think the district attorney can continue the prosecution.
0: Well, I'll tell you one thing. Let me just tell you one thing about your uh, answer. I think you just proved that your brother, Phil, doesn't know jack squat about your legal acumen because you are right. Nicely done. Uh, So uh, way to redeem yourself. But Russ, uh, Russ has a follow-up for you, John. We're not done with you yet.
1: Here's a chance for bonus points. All right, John. So let's see if you could go two for two. Same fact pattern, except rather than telling Myrtle that the girlfriend wants the case dismissed, the girlfriend tells Myrtle that she exaggerated the whole incident. She told the police the cup really hurt when it hit her, but she tells Myrtle it didn't actually hurt at all, and actually it hit her in the arm, not the face. She didn't really suspect the livery stable gal at all. She was just mad that Jebediah wouldn't watch Dirty Dancing with her, and she wanted to hurt him like he hurt her when he called Jennifer Grey a no-talent hack.
2: Well, that should be its own crime as is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> watching, well, watching Dirty Dancing or criticizing
2: Jennifer Grey? Uh, criticizing Jennifer Grey. Yes. I, guess, sir. All right. so, I, I can agree
1: with that. So, so with that new <laughs> scenario... John, does Myrtle, is Myrtle required to turn that information over to the defense? Or can she just stay quiet and move forward with the prosecution?
2: Uh, Is, what was the name of the uh, district attorney again? Her name is Myrtle. Myrtle. Is Myrtle on the woman's side? Is the Myrtle like the... The woman's attorney or is the
1: myrtle is not the really state she attorney. represents
2: the state uh okay. but you know but she
0: she is the one prosecuting myrtle based on uh based on the girl's original
2: statement well i would uh i would assume that uh he probably does have to tell the defense or i would assume that in court the defense would question him on it and he would uh say what she told him in court maybe I think that would be my answer
0: Uh, my answer is can someone get this guy a law degree because he knows what he's talking about
1: John, you got it again there. Yeah, absolutely. She has to disclose that because that is exculpatory evidence. That's stuff that makes it less likely that Jebediah did this and that has to be disclosed. Jebediah has an absolute right to have that evidence in trial. So you, my friend, went two for two.
0: By the way, we didn't explain why you were right on the first question either. Uh, You were absolutely correct, Bill. Um, once that allegation, uh, was made to the police and law enforcement and the district attorney, those people, uh, those people have the decision that they can decide whether to prosecute yeah. or not. Really. There's no such thing as pressing charges. It's, uh, they can consult with her on what she'd like to see happen, but ultimately it's their decision, not the girls on whether or not to go forward or not. I mean, so, we, well did,
1: we, we didn't need to explain it because John explained it.
2: Uh, right. I already I already knew it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, let's just edit out what I just said. because. <laughs>
1: <filler. laughs> All right. Well, John, it has been a pleasure having you. Thank you for taking some time to do this. And I mean, now we have now we have two of the five brothers down, Colin. Um, hey. I think I think we have a follow up for uh, John. Yeah, don't I'm,
0: I'm kind of curious, John. Um, you obviously ace this thing. Do you think uh, any of your remaining brothers? Is there one in particular that you think might have a little bit
2: of problem, of problems with? Is this legal? You know, I was hoping you would uh, ask me this question because <laughs> I thought I thought about an answer to this one. Uh, I would say that generally, all my brothers, first off, are fantastic at everything they do. You know, they're they're just absolutely
1: amazing all right enough of this
2: (laughs) oh i would oh hold on let me let me get some i was just tweeting it up so i could bash it down a little harder (laughs) perfect i would say that there's one brother who when everyone's in a an argument i'd say there's one brother who's probably a little more wrong uh than everyone else And uh, I would say that person is Joseph. I would say when the discussion gets a little more uh, scientific, I would say Joseph is most likely to get it wrong. Uh, All right. Joseph, did you hear that?
1: The the (laughs) gauntlet is thrown down.
2: I got to call somebody out and, you know. I've got to say it's Joseph. i got to say Joseph's <laughs> the weakest link on this
1: one. Uh, all right. Well, listeners, we're going to try to get Joseph on a future episode, and we can keep this streak, see if we can keep this streak going with the uh, with the Rulier boys.
2: I just want to say I, I hope he gets it right. But, <laughs> I, I'm but
1: you're not confident.
2: <laughs> hey, I, I... I'm in the air. 50. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Awesome, John. Fair enough. Well, thank you so much for joining our show today. And is there anything you want to plug? Anything uh, we should know about? Our listeners should know
1: about you? Anyone you want to shout out to?
2: Uh, shout out to my dog, Chip. He's a great dog. I love him a lot. That's about it. All right. All right Chip. Well, hopefully you he's listening? a loyal listener. Chip. I'll, you- I'll make sure Chip tunes in. Don't worry. That's another <laughs> another view for you.
1: <laughs> All right. Fantastic. John, thank you so much. We appreciate it and
2: be safe. Yeah, thank you for All having right. me, for letting me uh, end my name. <laughs> Bye-bye, Bye, buddy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. So now let's get into what Amber Heard did in her rebuttal case. Um, she was able to admit some terrible texts, terrible texts from Johnny Depp to a friend of Johnny Depp's. These are going back to when they were, before they were even married, okay? So there's texts from Johnny Depp to a friend of his that basically say to the friend, let's burn Amber. And the friend takes it as a joke, and he's like, oh, like a witch? I don't even know if she's a witch. You know, maybe we should, you know, do like the English uh, drowning test first. And and Depp's response was, let's drown her, then burn her. Uh, yeah. Then and it gets worse. I'm going to, I'm going to not go into it, but terrible texts. There are videos that she has submitted showing Depp just angry, right? Right. Just angry. They don't show physical abuse, but they show him slamming cupboards around. They show him abusing alcohol. Um, they're not flattering to Johnny Depp. And so these guys are both airing so much dirty laundry um and it's basically what she's saying is look at how he acts this is emotional abuse and this makes it more likely that my op-ed is true right exactly so you know
0: i'm looking at this though and and i i don't want to oversimplify it because it's really hard to oversimplify a case that this bit that that's this big with so many witnesses but russ i'm looking at this and it seems to me <clears throat> that if she can point to just one uh, legitimate episode of abuse that she suffered at the hands of Johnny Depp, and I think, honestly, based on, based on her loosely uh, worded language in the op-ed, I mean, domestic abuse, I think it doesn't have to be physical. I think it can be emotional abuse. If she can get 12 people to agree that at least one time Johnny Depp inflicted abuse on her, I think she should win this lawsuit. Now, no, again, she has to defend her own claim uh, against Johnny uh, against Johnny Depp. Um, but just from his his uh standpoint in terms of what she actually said in the op-ed, I don't think she has much to get over the hill for in order
1: to succeed on this. What yeah. do you think? No, I I think that's right. I think cuz she didn't say like well, I, you know, if I'm, if I'm Johnny Depp's lawyer, I'm saying this is clearly an allegation that she is a chronic victim of domestic abuse. You don't become um, a public figure representing domestic abuse if you get slapped one time. And this is more than just saying that once upon a time, I was abused mentally, he, he, my, my husband was mean to me and abused me mentally, and therefore I'm the face of representing Domestic abuse. I don't think it's that low of a bar that she has to get by. But generally, I agree with you. Like, I think that if she can show that there was, I'll say significant, you know, it's not a legal standard. That's my own word. But if there was significant abuse, I think she wins. Right. I think you're right. And that's why Johnny Depp is doing everything he can to basically show that she's crazy. Right. You know, that she's, he, he puts someone on saying she has a borderline personality disorder. And I, I mean, Colin now might be a good time to get into some of the more salacious. Salacious, <laughs> salacious is the perfect word it is, for it. It's a great word in general. Oh,
0: but, uh, let's, let's hear about it, Russ. What are, what are, what are some of the more salacious uh, things that have come out of this trial?
1: All right, so, so one is, is um, lovingly referred to as the Australia finger-severing episode. Okay. So that is where they are, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are in Australia. They're filming one of the Pirates movies with uh, Johnny Depp, and they are abusing alcohol at least, if not drugs as well, and they are having a fight, which is common by this, at this point. Right. And they are, depending on whose side you believe, um, no matter what, it ends with the tip of Johnny Depp's finger being completely sheared off. Johnny Depp says that they were in a fight, and Amber Heard, he's, he's doing shots of vodka. She takes a bottle, chucks it at him, misses, then goes and grabs a handle of vodka, the same one he's taken shots out of, Chucks it at him again. His hand is on the edge of a bar and the bottle shatters on the edge of the bar on his hand and a glass shard shears off the tip of his finger. Okay. Tip of his finger is, by the way, found later by like the property manager when he's cleaning up this mess in a wadded up paper towel. Wow. Wow. I mean, un- unbelievable. Did, did they work the missing finger into the pirate script? Uh, right? they, they
0: did not. <laughs> Do they have an explanation for that? I mean, they should have. Captain Jack Sparrow, what's wrong with your hand? Uh, there's just nothing. Ghost pirates. <laughs> Ghost pirates got me. This is almost the day that you captured Captain Jack Sp- That's not even
1: how he talks, but you no. know, that's why I'm not an actor. I actually have a nephew who does a
2: spot-on
1: impression. And I should just get him to record it and inject this into an episode. He, remind me, people. And I'll try to do that because it's amazing. I'm not going to remind you. I'll probably forget. But. Well, yeah, not you. People. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so well, Russ, so the, the, there's this finger-severing incident. Uh, what else do we got? There's,
1: um, should we talk about the defecation incident? I'm not, how can we not talk about the defecation incident? Yeah. Now? Russ, what, what happened? So this is her 30th birthday party. Um, there's a 23-year-old age uh, difference between these two people. I
0: didn't know that until I started researching this. So yeah, just...
1: yeah. They're, they're not close in age. So her 30th birthday party, they are fighting as per the norm. Um, she is going to Coachella the next day. Coachella? Coachella. Sorry. I've never been it clearly. It's,
0: it's a female, not a male.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Coachella the next day. And so... Um, They fight the night before. She has a party with her friends. They fight. Um, Nothing physical happens that night. They separate. He goes to stay in a different apartment because he's got like 14 houses around the world. Um, And the next day, he talks to his security chief and says, "Hey, I'm going to go back to the apartment because I I in this fight, I broke up with her and I'm going to go get my personal items because she should be gone to Coachella." And her uh his his security chief said, "I don't think that's a good idea for you to go right now because uh I just got this picture from the cleaning crew um and take a look and it is human feces on his side of the bed."
0: How do we think that got there, Russ?
1: Well, the the implication is that she left it there. Amber Heard left it there for like, him because... Like a personal calling like, card. Here's here's a little treat a little for you for yeah. breaking up with here's me. a little
0: something uh, that reminds me of you. <laughs> right.
1: To what you what, are, perhaps. Here's what I think of you. <laughs> and, you know, there's, there's like she apparently admitted to it to a different employee, maybe to the same, to some security person. There's allegations that she told the cleaning crew. She tried to blame it on his teacup Yorkshires, Yorkies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Johnny Depp's, you know, response was pretty funny. He's like, I've cleaned up their funk and this was not dog funk
0: right. or something to yep. that effect. Um, and I mean, there's also this incident that she alleges that, uh, while he was uh, doing a bunch of cocaine, uh, he, uh,
1: <laughs> misplaced. Well, his well he cocaine. wanted to do more cocaine and he couldn't, he couldn't find, find his cocaine. cocaine. So, so what better place to look? Then, um, he decided to perform a body
0: cavity search <laughs> on Amber Heard to see if she was hiding his cocaine in <sighs> some place that presumably the sun doesn't shine. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh,
0: so. I mean, you talk about dirty laundry, like literally dirty laundry uh, has been coming up in this case. I mean,
1: how about that NDA with the divorce to not talk about the marriage? Yeah, Yeah, so much for
0: that, right? (laughs) Um, So, I mean, basically, yes, you you got two people who are going out of their way to smear the other person because that's how either of them are going to win this lawsuit. Now, Russ, how could this end? Let's talk about that and then we'll just uh, talk about more shenanigans regarding (laughs) this thing.
1: It could end badly.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> in fact, it's, I'll, I'll be honest. It's, I don't see this working out for either of these people.
1: The the only it, I don't either. I mean, from a PR standpoint, we talked about it. Like, this is bad for both of them. Yeah. There's so much bad stuff. Neither of them looks good. Right. Both of them look either abusive or crazy or both. Right. 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 They they both are coming out of this smelling like Yorkshire like. Funk. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you if you pardon. <laughs> The analogy. (laughs) So, so, so so this could, this could come out either he wins, she loses.
0: Right. Let's talk about that. The the jury, there are multiple, there's a multiple combination of of outcomes in this case. You, You go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you.
1: No, that's all right. Yeah. She wins, he loses. Right. She, he, they find that his claim is unfounded. She is the victim of sexual, uh, domestic violence and so she wins and they also find that she was that she was the victim of this defamation when his attorney called it a hoax right they could they could find for both
0: parties. They, they could. could say, you know what, we think that both of you have proven the claim against each other. Um, we think that you're both damaged. Uh, you know, we, we, and, and so they could do that. We, they could say, we fine for neither of you. Right. Right. We don't believe that either of you have met your uh, legal burden to prove defamation in this case. If they find for or more. defecation. <laughs> <in this case.
1: laughs> We find there's defecation, but not <laughs> but, but defamation. Not really. Yeah, that, that one letter really matters. If if they find if they find for Amber Heard and not Johnny Depp, you know he's going to be. Or if they find for both, I'm sorry, you know Johnny Depp's going to be kicking himself. He's like, why didn't I sue for a hundred million? I know, I'm not fifty. Dang it! But that that's actually not how it works, right?
0: Well, so damages. I mean, just right. because he's claiming he wants fifty million dollars, that doesn't mean if he wins, he gets fifty million dollars. Right. I mean, these are nebulous numbers. Yeah. Um, Basically, the jury could say, you know what? We we do think that uh, Amber's op-ed was false, that the statement she made was false, so yet, Johnny Depp, you're a winner. We award you $1.
1: Right, and there's... And there's precedents. This happens. Yeah,
0: they could basically say we don't think you've been damaged. We don't think that this has hurt your representat your representative your your image. Right. Um, we don't think that this has harmed you in any way.
1: There's oh. there's actually really, really a really sidebar. We can edit this out if it's no good. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so like uh, Henry Ford was sued sued the Chicago Times, saw the Chicago paper, because the Chicago paper published an article saying calling him a moron, essentially okay. saying. Henry Ford is an idiot. So they got him on the stand and they, the, the, paper, the paper attorneys were asking him all these questions that he had no answers to. And his response was, why would I learn all that when I can push a button and have someone come in and tell me the answer? <laughs> they ultimately found for Henry Ford. They found that there was a claim there and they issued a $1 Uh, damage. Exactly.
0: Like, yeah, sorry, man, we're not going to make you a millionaire over this.
1: Yeah, you're already a millionaire.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's no guarantee that either of these parties are going to get a huge windfall. And Russ, let's just, how much do you think, I mean, just ballpark, how much do you think both of these parties have shelled out in legal fees, in attorney fees, in investigation fees. I, I guarantee you, they didn't go run to the strip mall and hire like a Better Call Saul type lawyer. These are high powered LA attorneys. I mean, I, I, we forgot to mention this case is uh, not being held in California. I didn't realize that. This is actually being tried in Fairfax County, Virginia. Why Fairfax County? It's because that is the home base of the Washington Post, which published the article. So that's essentially the location where the libel was committed, allegedly. Um, so that's why we're in Virginia, but you to, know, to Russ, answer your question, yeah. millions, I, right? It's gotta right. be millions, millions
1: I mean, in with everything. And you know, how much is this costing, you know, the court system, these, these jurors who have to sit there for six weeks, again, missing a six work? week
0: trial, man. I mean, I, I, yes. I, that's the thing that this has, has always bothered me about this Russ. I mean, like I said, your average murder case takes two to three, maybe four weeks for a really complicated one. To get to, to verdicts from the beginning to end, unless it's in California, <laughs> unless it's the OJ trial, which <laughs> right. took nine months, I, yeah, something's going on in California. We'll uh, eventually get to the bottom of that. But uh, I mean, a Virginia courtroom has decided that six weeks are necessary to let these two people just go at each other's throats about this. So, I mean, this must have cost them millions. Not to mention, I'm just sitting here. I mean, I'm a lawyer. Maybe I'm uh, out of my wheelhouse, but with regard to the court of public opinion. I mean, there's there's been a lot of articles indicating that internet support, and I'm using air quotes there, seems to favor Johnny Depp. Like he has a machine of fans who are you know basically putting up clips of the trials and and they're altering the, they're you know they're putting them on YouTube. Like look at look at uh, Johnny Depp's lawyer smear Amber Heard on the stand. You know there's there he's kind of got this PR machine that's working for him. That doesn't that doesn't really help him. Uh, I mean, and unless these jurors are big fans, and you know who well, the hell knows. And I'm
1: sure there's uh, orders for the juries not to consume any of that. I right. don't think there's. Yeah, I don't think I, they're sequestered. Are th- they? They're
0: not sequestered. Yeah. I, I I was wondering about that myself. I looked it up. They are not sequestered. They've been simply ordered to not um, pay think- attention to anything about the trial. Which you got twelve people going home every day talking to their spouses. Good luck with that on a six week trial. Yeah. And right now, there's a, we're in the middle of a week. We're recording this on where well, there's a break in the proceedings. Yeah, I there's, I guarantee there, you, people a week are running off their off right
1: now. I assume for the judge to just kind of wrap wrap his head around how <sighs> absurd the proceedings are. Why
0: didn't I find a summary <laughs> judgment against one of these
1: parties and kick this thing? <laughs> Why? Why? Why didn't I go to med school instead? I <laughs> <That laughs> think is what he's thinking right now.
0: I think that's right. So. um... Yeah, right now we don't have an answer to this. We don't know how it's going to come out. There's a multitude of ways. Really, we're just uh, talking about how ridiculous this is. So, um, Russ, um, what are the lessons to be learned from this? what What can we What can we teach our kids uh, using this as example? what What are the
1: What are the teaching moments that
0: we can take from this case?
1: So, from Johnny Depp's perspective, it's either don't don't bring a weak case and spend millions on it when you're going to get dragged through the mud as well. Or it's if you want to burn someone down and you don't care what it does to yourself, then this is a really good move and you've done a good job of just ruining people's lives.
0: Let's go back to something that you said at the beginning of, of this recording. I mean, What are the motivations for these folks? It's hard to tell because um, I think there might be something to be said. You know what? I'm Johnny Depp. I've been around. I've made 124 movies. I'm a multiple Academy Award nominee. I'm this guy. Amber Heard was an Aquaman. And by the way, I didn't see Aquaman. Did you see Aquaman, Russ?
1: You know, I... uh... I, I'm i probably going to offend some people out there, but I started watching it, and I, I'm a fan of superhero movies, and I started watching it. I could not get through past the first 15 minutes of it. I thought it was the worst, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I could not, I couldn't finish it. Wow. Um, and I, I, I got out of it before Amber Heard even made an appearance. <laughs> so I, who knows? Maybe she would have come on and saved it completely. And it would have been my favorite movie of all time. I
0: had never heard of Amber Heard prior to this lawsuit. She was, she I, I was mean, in I, some stuff. I maybe seen her face. I mean, I, I, I get the fact obviously she's married to Johnny Depp. You know, I, I'm sure I've seen her before, but I, I think the only thing I'm trying to maybe say is I, th- I think in terms of who has more star power. I feel like it's Johnny Depp. Yeah. And he. I'm also making an assumption I don't know, but I'm also assuming that he has more means and more net worth where he can throw more money at this thing.
1: I mean, he certainly has earned more, but if half the stories are true, well, right. he also
0: spends... $2 million uh, a month on two, his expenses. <laughs> yeah. The $30 right. a month on wine. I mean, gosh.
1: He spent, uh, he spent $5 million to have um, Hunter Thompson's, Hunter-
0: Thompson's ashes, ashes blown out of blown a, a cannon. Out of
1: a cannon. Like, Great story. That's, that's some extravagance, you know, so he can, he can spend.
0: So, uh, let's close out this uh, discussion, um, as
1: appropriately as we can. Um, Russ, what is your favorite Johnny Depp movie? So, I mean, I think my favorite Johnny Depp character is probably, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Although like. Edward Scissorhands is pretty unbelievable. Like, I mean, he's he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. You know, he has done some awesome... I mean, I'm a huge fan of Johnny Depp in his breakout role, which is... Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, yep. the original. Yeah. The, yeah. He's, he's, if anyone didn't know this, but... You'll remember this scene from Nightmare on Elm Street, the scene where the guy goes to sleep and finally falls asleep on his bed and he's sucked down into the middle of the bed, through the bed, and then just an explosion, a volcano of gore comes out. That's Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) That's his gore right there. (laughs) So that that is Captain Jack Sparrow at a very young age. Um, can I talk about his worst movies? Would that be all right? I think that would be perfectly appropriate. We just talked about some of his best.
0: I mean, I, Sleepy Hollow really pissed me off. Uh, I saw that in theaters. I think it's back in like 1999. This is Ichabod Crane. Yeah, yeah, Ichabod Crane. And, you know, like, like most, uh, people my age i'm sure that you were terrorized by the disney cartoon with the headless horseman yeah, which was, was one of the scariest things i've ever seen you know, my parents felt like arm. i needed to see that uh you know when i was 5 years old and i think i needed to sleep with the light on for like the next 3 years and therapy helped too but uh you know <laughs> but yeah i mean sleepy hollow takes takes all these liberties with the plot they make him instead of a schoolmaster he becomes like a cop and
1: i don't know he's it they
0: it, it was just a bad movie i didn't yeah, like that i, I also didn't that. like him uh in Alice in Wonderland, or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: You got pretty bad re- Well, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, how do you possibly follow Gene yeah. Wilder? I mean, I yeah. guess if anyone can do it, they would think it'd be Johnny Depp, but you can't follow Gene Wilder. Right. Have you seen that bizarre
0: commercial where I think it's a like a perfume or a cologne, but he's standing in the middle of the desert
1: playing guitar? Have you seen this? It's so weird. I have seen it, and I think that's actually one of the few things he still has. Like he has not been dropped from that. Okay. I think. so he's got that going for him. He's yeah. still got the Cologne I mean, brand. I assume if you go over to Asia, like he's probably everywhere on billboards.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, I, again, we'd go through Amber Heard stuff, but I haven't seen any of her movies. That's not a knock on Amber Heard. I I, I just, like I said, I don't know much. She was in zombie land. Was
1: she really? Yeah. What What was her role in there? I love that movie. She was a zombie. Um, and, but she was one. Oh yeah. Had, she was, she was, yeah, I remember or she was in the opening scene. She gets killed. Maybe, yeah. but she's, she definitely has a part in it. Okay. Um, all right. That, she was pretty good in that. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. Showing her props for that. some range. All right. Uh, well,
0: um, if this wasn't, uh, a stupid podcast, let's, let's make it really <laughs> stupid. Then right? I don't
1: know what, what was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. Uh, Let's let's switch it up. It is time for
1: D C O T
0: W. That's right, Uh, Russ. We're not going to Florida on this one. Um, Yeah, we're going to Portland, Oregon. Okay, actually. Um, So this is pretty funny. Darn it! We don't have a name on this one, um, yeah, but right. um, I'll just call him Jack Sparrow. What the heck? Uh, a, a nameless thief uh, that we'll call Jack Sparrow in Portland, Oregon, uh, executed the almost perfect robbery, um, but it wasn't quite perfect. Russ, yeah, almost. The guy took precautions. Um, He broke into a house. He was wearing gloves. He was wearing a stocking cap. He was wearing a mask. That was good because the house had some security cameras in there, and uh, you know he's not able to, uh, you know, no one identified exactly. He's so far so good. He's doing everything right. He's going through some drawers in this house, stealing everything of value that he can. He's got his gloves on. So far, not leaving any evidence. Well. Uh, That all ended when apparently during this uh, burglary, he got a little thirsty. He he was parched. And so uh, the camera shows him walking into the kitchen, uh, opening the refrigerator and grabbing a bottle of Sunny D and taking a giant swig from it. He then takes the Sunny Delight and puts it in the sink and leaves the house. So, of course, um, the police are called. They review the footage. They see this. They take the Sunny Delight container and are able to get DNA swab from it.
1: No, Sunny D. No. And lo
0: and behold, the Sunny Delight container revealed DNA saliva that was left on the container. They were able to compare that through the CODIS system, and they got a hit. And so they got their burglar. They arrested him uh because this guy uh was a sunny defense. So, uh before we get to knuckleheads Russ, I would love to know your thoughts on Sunny Delight.
1: Uh I am not a fan. I am a purist orange juice guy. Like if you're gonna drink an orange flavored beverage, let's have it actually come from oranges instead of <laughs> yeah. some weird concoction out of a out of a lab.
0: Apparently it's 4% uh real fruit juice oh, and 96% something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna tell you Sunny D, man, this brought back memories, Russ. When I when I found this uh, DCOTW, I was like, "Oh man, back in the days, back in those early 90s, I used to drink that stuff down like Coca-Cola. Oh. And, um, you know, I think I eventually got away from it. Apparently, they still do sell Sunny Delight, only it's not Sunny Delight anymore. They've rebranded, now it's just Sunny
1: D. So you have to be old to know that it's actually delightful. Exactly. But I remember (laughs) the commercials of all the kids, like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, this is so healthy, mom.
1: Go ahead, son, have more. You know, it was uh, just think I think the other 96% is high fructose corn syrup. (laughs) (laughs) 4% fruit juice, 96% high fructose
0: corn syrup. There's got to be some MSG in there, maybe a little crack cocaine, maybe Maybe just a little bit. Maybe some Asian
1: orange for color.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's talk about our thief, man. I mean, gosh, he did everything right up until that uh, trip to the refrigerator. So, what do you think, man?
1: I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say it's, it's dumb, but he was, he was smart for a lot of it. I'm gonna give him like a, a three. Yeah, I think a three is right, man. Yeah, and, and, and wh-
0: he, he at least got some sunny
1: D out of it. I mean, he, he, <laughs> he, he did <laughs> quench his thirst. Right. Um.
0: <clears throat> so. Ross, I'm going to ask, I'm going to come back to our case on Amber real quick. Just we'll wrap up with this question. Do you think that she regrets penning that op-ed in 2018?
1: I honestly don't see how she can't. She doesn't want to get dragged through all this. Now, if she wins, if she successfully defends Johnny's suit and wins a hundred million dollar Uh, verdict, then I'm going to change my answer. (laughs) So so I'm going to reserve the right to change my answer, but right now I'm going to say she regrets it. I
0: agree with everything you just said. I guess time will tell to find out if we are right or wrong on that. So um, we're going to call that an episode. Uh, We would like to thank our listeners for tuning in as always. Please let us know if uh, you have any feedback. You can find us on Twitter at IsThisLegalPod. You can find our Facebook page, McCallen. Drop us an email. Uh, we're fine with that. Uh, DenverCrimelaw at gmail.com. If you want to directly reach out to us, let us know what you think. Russ, you got anything else?
1: Nothing else. Be safe, everyone out there, and enjoy the craziness. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Is This Legal? See you next time.